0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 7th, 2019. And uh, today's study, just incredibly important information regarding potential things that uh, we may be facing in the United States. It's kind of focused more in on that and a lot of other current events in addition to that. I've got... I don't know, 45 pages I could actually try to cover. I'm going to try to get through as much as I can today, hopefully kind of turn this into a mega study, uh, because there's so much information that is coming in. My biggest problem now is that I'm not able to cover it all every week, and I'm falling behind as far as the stuff that I want to cover, things that, that are really important that I need to get through that i haven't been able to even get to so i'm going to try to turn today's study into a mega study and uh, hopefully cover a lot of bases here so <clears throat> without further ado just to set the tone for today just some bible verses and i entitled this god is in control second uh, kings 6 14 through 18 and we start off where it reads therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host and they came by night and compassed the city about the king that wanted um to kind of surround elijah and get to him he sent horses chariots and a great host and they to actually surround the city that elisha was in and when the servant of the man of god was risen early meaning meaning elijah's servant when he was risen early and gone forth behold And hosts compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servants said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Meaning, what are we going to do? And Elisha, and he answered them, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And that's what we've really got to be aware of in the days and times that we're moving into. No matter what you're facing, no matter how dark it looks, no matter how bleak it looks. I mean, this is some of the most heavy-duty information I'm going to be covering today that I've ever covered. And, and that's saying a lot. Because, you know, if, if you're a listener of mine, you probably know I, I cover some topics that... um Not a lot out there. That, and I don't say that to brag, but not a lot are actually covering. Um, but they that be with us are more than they be with us. they that be with us are more than they that be with them and that's what we have to understand at the end of the day we're on the winning team we know how the book ends the bible we know that god wins and yes we might have to go through a lot of tribulation and these type of and worst case scenario even if we have to give our lives absent from the bodies to be present with the lord but continuing with these verses and it said and elisha prayed and said lord i pray thee open his eyes that he may see meaning open the servant's eyes and the lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about elisha so they actually had the real power they had like you know horses and chariots of fire round about them I mean, you can't top that. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire around about Elisha. And this is what, you know, if this were to be like my last broadcast, and I'm not, I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying, never forget these verses, okay? And, and memorize positive scriptures about our victory in the Lord. Those are those are very good to memorize and commit to memory because if you lose hope, that's not good. That is not good. You always want to always maintain your hope. Okay? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in condemnation, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Through God we can do valiantly, we can do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. <clears throat> when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Those are just verses that are, you know, in my mind that I just rattled off, and you know, and those are some really, really good positive verses. Put on the full armor of God every day. You know, make sure you're praying and spending time with the Lord every day, no matter how bleak or dark it may look. And, and you know, go go to the Psalms and and, and, and re- recite these verses in your head. You know, print them out. I've, I've given these verses out many, many times, you know, and I this is why I put out the PDFs so that you can go in the PDFs if you want and print out sections or you can copy and paste, make your own Word documents, keep those things in your Bible. Reference them, and I, I just think we're going to need them more and more and more. The Bible says, this "Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces." I, I'm talking about not taking the defensive posture here as we see things get darker and darker. I'm talking about taking the offense. That's what I've been honestly. There's there's a part of me that's been waiting to take the offense from a spiritual standpoint for years. I mean, I'm not saying I, ha- I haven't, but I mean actually, literally when evil is so great actually going out there and engaging pure evil because god can protect you if you're if you're called to that is what i mean you know but i think we're all called to engage evil whether it's in prayer fasting whatever however you may be called and then it ends the last verse and when they came down to a lot to him elisha prayed unto the lord and said smite this people i pray thee with blindness and he smote them with blindness according to the word of elijah so all of the all of the troops that are surround them were you know smote with blindness and elijah essentially led them into the the enemy's camp <laughs> they they didn't kill him you know but it, th- that's the rest of the story there but <laughs> what an awesome awesome story so okay so i said all that and we're going to get into the teaching now or we're already into it but we're going to get into the current events now and the first current event is with talk of civil war in the air deep state source source website which is deagle.com which is i've talked a lot about that this deep state source website is still forecasting a massive die-off in america by 2025 u.s population projected to plunge by 227 million in less than six years now that's up quite a bit they they had projected um it to be more of a drop in population i believe it was like 30 million now it's up to 100 now i don't know if if that upward projection is because they think there's so many more illegal aliens and so many more chinese and russia that they think they're going to reoccupy you know now remember satan has his plan and god has his plan and i'm not saying America's not going to be judged i'm not saying that but all i'm saying is that you know if If the new world order if the illuminati had their way 1984 george orwell's 1984 would have been literal it would have been that was their plan to have america in that particular mode of the writing of 1984 by george orwell you know basically brave new world aldous huxley by the the year 1984 and that didn't happen obviously okay uh they're trying to get us there now but it's still you know decades later and they still haven't accomplished that yet so remember satan has his plan god has his and god will always prevail so um with gun sales now going through the roof as the politicians show their true gun grabbing colors and as the americans prepare to defend their loved ones and families against whatever kind of insanity or tyranny might be unleashed in america over the next two to five years we must remind you that according to the globalist source website deagle.com by the year 2025 america's population will be less than 100 million down from 327 million evidently which is what it is in that's what it was in 2017. and these are according to a website that uses as its sources the cia the u.s department of state the U.S. Department of Defense, the World Bank, the European Union, uh, United States Coast Guard, Department of Defense, Air Force, Army, Marines, Navy—these are all the sources that it's using, and they're they're projecting, you know, this dramatic plunge. So, almost a seventy percent reduction is what they're projecting here. And it, they, I give you a screenshot of the most current projections in the PDF. Again, for um, october 7 2019 and all the pdfs are always free all the all the audios are always free and you can go up there and reference those as, as long as the website stays up you know um it's, it's a tremendous amount of um content up there i think there's got to be well over 2500 audios up there now and with corresponding pdfs for probably about 99 percent of all the studies up there <clears throat> and um So we have that, and I'm just looking at, okay, so what does Deagle know that we don't know? Their numbers are also forecast America's financial destruction by 2025. So in conjunction with that, they're they're also saying that America will be financially destroyed by 2025 as well, and that the military spending, and I think we're going to get into that, will be almost just a tiny, tiny fraction of what it is now. And the military spending right now is the majority of our budget for all of government. Okay, it's, it's, it's the majority, it's over, 50, over 50%. So we can run our wars of foreign occupation primarily and just blow swaths of money on the, on the military while our own infrastructure and this type of stuff and our own people starve, certain sections of them so yeah it's pretty as far as the predictions go it's pretty dire well deagle's explanation for this bizarre forecast which you can read here emphasizes that the america is about to be hit by a confluence of crisis with devastating with a devastating result that's about all it'll say it goes on to try to elaborate but they're they're not going to come out in in tell you exactly why they believe the population will be so dramatically reduced now, the current events right now are more alarming than any I've ever seen in all my years of ministry. As far as what we could be on the cusp of, this isn't just one source saying this. And no, you're not going to find out about this on CNN or MSNBC or even um, Drudge. Particularly, they'll have to cover it eventually once it actually starts breaking. You know. I, I just have Alex Jones just to check them and, and he's not really covering this stuff either. They just, every just buddy wants to focus in on Trump and the impeachment. And I'm not saying there's no validity to that, but I'm also telling you that you cannot look back at all the things I've covered, particularly since February about Trump, all the facts, how he's bought and sold and paid for by the synagogue of Satan, the Rothschilds, the Illuminati, And he has been for decades and ignore that. And the problem that I'm seeing right now is that the vast majority of alternative media, even the the vast majority that were exposing Trump before sources that I was using to actually document and expose Trump. And it wasn't like they're trying to go against him because he was, they were trying to make up stuff. I'm talking about facts here. Now they're back on the Trump train. And it's as though, well, because this thing with the impeachment is so in your face and the Democrats are getting so brazen, we've got to get back on the Trump train. We've got to do it. doesn't matter how wicked and how evil he is. Guys, do you think that maybe this is all part of the theater that they're orchestrating to ultimately take away rights? We've got to have the right-left paradigm. We've got to have Coke and Pepsi. We've got to have the Hegelian dialectic, problem reaction solution. And there's no way on the planet anybody's gonna convince me that Trump is this savior and this good guy and he's doing all this stuff behind the scenes when he's bought and sold and paid for by the globalists, when he is a pedophile, when he was good buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, when he's a practicing Kabbalist, and that's out of his own book from 93, and I've given the screenshot before, and his whole family are Kabbalists, highest level of Jewish witchcraft, when his son-in-law is a likely candidate for the Antichrist, and his daughter's married to him. They're totally in the back pocket of the synagogue of Satan. And I mean the very, very bad, evil, witchcraft factions, Illuminati factions of Israel. I'm not condemning all the Jewish people. I'm, I'm condemning the synagogue of Satan. Totally bought, sold, and paid for, 100%. All of the things I have covered about Trump since, particularly since February. It's as though that all just goes away for most people in alternative media, because even the ones that were exposing Trump, because things are getting so dire now with this impeachment thing and with the potential for civil war and things. Well, we've gotta get back on the Trump train. We've got no choice. I'm not. You're never gonna see me on the Trump train again, guys. It's not gonna happen. Nothing that could be shown to me will undo all of the things that we've covered. Now, granted, I covered stuff before February. But particularly since February, particularly since his faction of the Illuminati took over at that Bush funeral, things have been done in his administration that Hillary Clinton could have never pulled off, ever. And the alternative media, for the most part, has been totally silent about that. I have not. So um, I've documented that. You can go back and explore that. This is theater okay and trump is playing his part and yes you may have right now warring factions of two different cabals trying to vie for power that may be part of this impeachment process true i'm not denying that but at the end of the day i do believe this is theater and they have told you such if you go back and you read their books that the illuminati has written people in the illuminati I told you the politics is a theater so just some headlines that we can read right now and i'm just these are rapid fire talk of civil war in the united states radio host is hal turner says cia and state department likely to be surrounded building stormed, everyone inside killed then burned to the ground That's pretty strong words uh, next report: the hierarchy of the deep state escalation that may end in the attempted assassination of President Trump and the engineered terrorism across America. Prepare for massive nationwide disruptions, grid down, fuel shortages, food lines, and left-wing riots. Next one: North Korea nuke talks break down in less than a day. That was when we were when we met with them in the last few days. Uh, next report: North Korea test missile toward Japan. U.S. test. Minuteman three towards North Korea, so you've got all this. Just, I mean, we're talking like this pressure cooker. That it's just so very little could set this off. It just wouldn't take a lot. Is the whole point we're trying to make here with headlines like these? Just, it's not going to take a lot to put this, you know, over on the edge. And we're not even mentioning a whole lot about World War III. And that's, that's not went away either with Iran. USS Ronald Reagan allegedly surrounded by China warships on September 24th. Next one, Iran president refuses phone call with U.S. President Trump. Well, there's one about Iran. Next one, bank crisis hits India. Banks stop functioning. People crying outside bank branches. All of the, I'm saying all of these just to let you know the state of the world that we're in what is the depopulation agenda quick elimination of life harp induced natural calamities man-made plagues human-caused famines and droughts and abortion slow elimination of life through cancer aids vaccinations chemtrails gmo foods prevention of life with bpa um and ostradiol in the water supply Uh, the bpa is like on anything that like anything plastics the plastic water bottles they're loaded with that they're endocrine disruptors they mess your hormones all up okay they're on those printed receipts it's in the water bottles it's in a lot of the different plastics it's in a lot of different stuff just key in bpa in the keyword search box at ContendingForTruth.com. i've done whole studies on it uh, hcg which stands for humid chorionic gonadotropin, in the vaccines distributed to third world countries and that will will cause abortions okay when you put hcg in vaccinations that's just one of the bad things in vaccinations i haven't even talked a lot about that one and doesn't even talking about the aborted babies and the vaccines and the formaldehyde which is embalming fluid and all of the other garbage the mercury in the vaccines uh then the xenoestrogens and the beauty and the hygiene products most most beauty hygiene products more most things that you put on your body deodorants are loaded what they call xenoestrogens which are estrogens that are cancer causing they're um, estrogens that are very bad for you they're chemically induced they cause cancer and they mess your hormones all up they, they they feminize men and they mess females endocrine systems all up and they're loaded in any type of cosmetic creams whatever you're putting on your body deodorants things of this nature that's why i constantly have told my listeners over the year, go as simple as possible with whatever you're putting in your body or on your body whatever you're drinking try to try to move toward you know as natural as you can you know, make sure your, your water's been totally filtered from, you know, fluoride and the chlorine and all the other garbage they're dumping in. You know, try to avoid GMO foods. I mean, this could go on and on, but these are subjects I've talked a lot about. From the United Nations, a statement they made, Eco-92 Earth Charter, I'm assuming this is from 1992. So the United Nations Eco-92 Earth Charter says, quote, the present vast over... And this is, I believe, in 92... The present vast overpopulation is now far beyond the world carrying capacity and cannot be answered by future reductions in birth rate due to contraception, sterilization, and abortion, but must be met in the present by the reduction in numbers presently existing, meaning the number of people on the planet. This must be done by whatever means necessary. And I just gave you before that a whole bunch of the ways they're doing that. And war is, is one of the main things they're planning for America in order to reduce our world population. And also plagues. I, I believe that you're going to have some type of plague and pestilence in conjunction with this whole Civil War action where the UN will attempt to take control of America. only makes sense. That's what I've been warning about since the start of this ministry. So going further... One million U.N. troops are in place to execute a coup, a coup against the United States. Military reserves are being called up. Okay, now, um, the thing about this is from here on out, almost every source I'm citing, including Dave Hodges, probably being at the Zenith, no matter what I've sent the guy. And there's been times that he's kind of been off the Trump train, but it's as though everything that has come out and that has exposed Trump is all forgotten when this type of stuff comes to the surface. And they believe evidently Hodges quail all of these sources believe that Trump is really, really fighting for our rights. And even though he's bought, sold and paid for by the Rothschilds who are actually behind George Soros and the left. Isn't that what the Hegelian dialectic is though? Isn't that what the right left paradigm is? Controlling both sides of the opposition, while we think we're we're singing "Sis Boom Bah Ra Ra Ra," waving the American flag, pointing to Trump as our savior, they, meaning the satanic elite, are controlling both sides. Now God is in control, but just please bear that in mind as I read through this, because I I do not believe Trump is here to be our savior. I believe he's here to orchestrate the largest bankruptcy. That the world has ever known in the united states which is one of the quotes i've read to you and also to act as a pied piper for the patriots to follow from steve Quayle's deep source deep cover source in the mid-morning paul martin contacted me with an incomplete report from our mutual friend john moore John's trucker neighbor had just reported to him that while driving his truck that day, he encountered heavy movement of massive U.N. combat vehicles. While Paul was busy chasing down the leads on this topic, I began to receive reports from around the country which clearly indicated that a massive movement of both American military personnel and equipment as well as a massive amount of U.N. military personnel and equipment were underway. Subsequent to the Martin Moore reports, Steve Quayle, Steve Quayle's top source for Intel released information to Steve that he shared with select people. The following is a reflection of the UN threat that now exists on our soil. We'll get to that in a second. I have I have been unable to contact Steve Quayle to discuss the revelations that he sent to me by email. I would copy and paste it, but I fear exposing a source because of the possibility of backtracing the communications. Subsequently, I am going to summarize the major findings. And here they are. There is a force of 750,000 to 1.2 million United Nations soldiers with equipment on American soil right now that I guess that they're aware of. But that has to be a guesstimation, okay? There's no way they can know that for sure. Most of the UN troops were originally spotted in geographic areas associated with Trump political support. Now, I'm not gonna give that credit to Trump because it's conservatives, uh, Bible believers, um, pro second amendment those types of areas has nothing to do with trump okay but that's where they've been spotted the anticipation was that something is going to happen to the president that will put angry citizens on the streets and the united nations troops and again couldn't that all be by design on purpose as theater yes it could be um and they and they they will put angry citizens on the streets and the un troops will be there waiting for them meaning to mow them down To mow down conservatives that get on the streets because they're so angry about whatever happened to their puppet, Trump. Editor's note, please note that this is the unfolding of the dreaded Kigali principles I've been warning American citizens over for the last three years. Obama signed these documents in December of 2016 just prior to leaving office. It grants the United Nations the authority to enter the United States to restore order in their image. In other words, this is a coup and a potential civil war at the same time. Steve Stor- Steve's source stated that many of these troops are now settled into the known FEMA camps. Editors note, in the next part of this series, we will discuss what we can expect in detail from FEMA camps under United Nations rule. Now remember, this is doom and gloom Dave. Okay, this is This is Dave Hodges where you hear maybe about God every 15th article. Okay, this is only going to be doom and gloom. We're all going to die, and we're all going to die tomorrow. So that's what I'm telling you. Dave Hodges' mindset is the vast majority of the time. So please bear that in mind. If you were just to follow Dave Hodges, you would absolutely just want to totally throw up your hands, give up, and hope, and just you know, go ahead and just end it all now. I'm not here to do that. I'm not here, but I am here as a watchman to warn you. So I'm trying to commingle Bible verses. And the things that I've reported on in the past, in the way that I'm presenting you this news. He goes on to say, if one would like to get out in front of this material, go to the search engine on the Common Sense Show and put in FM... 39.4 into the search engine along with fema camps and one will quickly see that these camps will be manned by foreign u.n troops steve quayle's revelations are more detailed but the above captures the main idea of the severity of the threat offhandedly there are subs there is substance for the apparent paranoia of dave hodges paul martin paul preston steve quayle and he's saying president trump is mobilizing the reserves whatever and this information is official and very public and we're going to talk about that Okay, but they're going to give all the credit to President Trump, okay? Because he's he's here fighting for us, and we're going to talk more about that mobilizing the reserves soon. And by the way, do you recall when uh, Casio Cortez recently called for the UN to police the border? I could go on and on, but I think you get the idea. This is a well-orchestrated plot that is now surfacing because Hillary Clinton and any other Democratic communist can. I guess, I think he meant can't win the presidency. And they're saying because they know they can't win the presidency. That's why all this is happening. Okay, please. They can rig the voting machines nine ways to Sunday. Any die voting machine is, is essentially owned by evil people that are connected to George Soros. The next election, they've got enough people, enough illegal aliens that they've already given voter ID cards to sway the election. Not only that, with the Die voting machines and that type of stuff, they've got enough to do that. Now, there may be warring factions of the Illuminati that want their man in or this woman or man in. That's true. Uh, But I'm just not going to buy into this that Trump is our savior. It's it's not happening. Civil War seems inevitable at this point. What I would like to know is that how these UN troops got into the United States. uh, Well, this has been going on for decades. We've had russians training here we've had chinese training here, we've had them embedded and our government has all been complicit with this all by design on purpose they've taken over a lot of the national parks this has been something that's decades long and we're wondering how they got on u.s soil this is something that happened way before even trump got into office now there's probably more right here right now than have ever been and yes i think that they've come in at a greater pace in the last probably since trump has been in office sure because they know what they're gonna to try to pull. So they had to get their troops pre-positioned, they had to get their fifth column troops pre-positioned, and then you've got all the illegal aliens that have come in, you've got all the the embedded troops that have come in that way. So going further, Civil War, he says Civil War seems to be inevitable at this point, what I would like to know is how these UN troops got in the United States. I suspect, as I reported in the last Central American invasion, that the U.N. was entering the U.S. along with the immigrants, with the illegal aliens. Yes, absolutely. I also reported that the U.N. asserted their authority over the border and facilitated over the objections of the Border Patrol. The entry of gangs of MS-13 assassins into the heartland of America. Yeah, true. And Trump was, was the greatest one that let them all in because of the legislation he signed at the end of February by executive order, which granted anyone that said they might sponsor an illegal alien, might, in the future, asylum. Okay, that was by his pen, by his hand, he signed it. So anybody that stepped foot on our soil, well, I might sponsor an unaccompanied minor in the future. You're here. Here you go. Here's your voter ID card. Here's all the government benefits. Here's everything that you need. Trump did that. Okay. Nobody's calling him out on that, that I can see at this point, other than Alipac. Alipac. Um, But what I'm trying not to do is I'm trying not to forget what, trump has so overtly and in your face done and i'm not going to let that out of my thinking process while i'm reporting this to you like as though it never happened like most of the people right now in alternative media are doing more legal aliens have come in under trump's watch and the pathetic thing about building the wall that's been a joke More legal aliens have come in under Trump's watch than any other president ever in American history. And I've reported on this over and over and given you the documentation to prove that. They're still coming in at breakneck speed right now. I believe we're going to get into that, but Drudge just released a report that said this year alone, they've had more legal aliens come in over the border than any other time in recorded history. And that's just the ones they're apprehending. That's not all the people that are getting through which is probably far more than they've apprehended. Trump's been in on this the whole time. Going further, um, more to the point, and he's saying Trump is mobilizing uh, the military reserves in response to the UN threat. All the naysayers are now about to choke on their collective gun, gum. Here is the public prop proclamation which brings in the reserves into this country we're at war ladies and gentlemen here's the excerpt from from the marine corps document that calls up reserves for document deployment there's a link to that we're going to talk more about that um let's go ahead and play though some other clips that and i mean this is like rapid fire there's so much content to try to cover here i'm just trying to give you the absolute filet mignon off every single report meaning the the most concise report i can give you that's what i'm trying to bring you on all of these different reports okay so here we have doomsday dave and it's breaking una un sightings from illinois to california 10 states to date
1: good evening And for some of you, I realize it's early morning. I apologize for the hour, but the news doesn't tell time. I put out an all call today to people across the country, in particular truckers across the country, based on reports that people like John Moore, Paul Martin, Steve Quayle, uh, Paul Preston, who I just hung up with. And
0: again, a lot of people are saying this. Okay, so that that's the bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses a thing is established so dave's probably got the best channel right now summarizing all the things that are going on
1: uh we're getting reports like crazy
0: i'm glad he's got his diet pepsi and his aluminum can right in front of him with all the um and I, i don't even know what the ingredients in diet pep but used to be nutrasweet which is a neurotoxin which basically gives you multiple sclerosis and fries your brain and all of the other toxic things in diet i mean dave couldn't look any more healthy to me if he tried i'm sorry but the guy could not look any more unhealthy and here he's got a diet pepsi sitting right in front of him i could do i could do at least a three-part study on diet pepsi diet products like that i mean the nutra sweet, the aspartame—I think they've—they've they've they've changed it like so many times because the name keeps getting demonized because it's so wicked and evil—is totally addictive, totally addictive. And the other, the other ingredients—they're all designed to trick you into thinking you're thinking you're getting carbohydrates, but when your body realizes it's not getting any carbohydrates because they're empty calories, it craves more. They're addictive. They're by that way, by design, on purpose to get you addicted to them. And sorry, I just had to say that.
1: The country. And in fact, I want to just basically read to you the list where we have UN sightings going on. Utah, Texas, Colorado, Tennessee, Arkansas, New Mexico, Wyoming, Idaho, Missouri, and Illinois. And I'm sure there's a lot more that are going to be coming in. Uh, My email has just keep filling up here, and excuse me why my screen went black. I want to read to you something that Steve Quayle, I believe, is putting out here, um, titled Email Forwarded to Me from One of His Best Sources, High-Ranking Deep Cover Military Intelligence. And this person is known to me as a source from a secondary position. I have, have never had any contact with this person, but this person has been correct. And what they have given to Steve and what Steve has linked to me in the past. So this is a highly, highly credible source. All right. Title of email. Urgent request. Please run data on massive troops in the heartland of the USA. Okay. So here's basically what it says. So this is going to be short, sweet, and to the point. Here is more of what I have the u.n is present in the heartland of america it began as a deployment to the heartland areas which are some of the primary trump supporters so in other words in areas where you would have heavily uh, voter turnout for trump red states this is where the sightings are taking place particularly in counties specific to being a trump supporter i think the implication has probably put you way ahead of where i'm going Uh, And now they're finding that these troops are moving in pockets other than primary Trump supporters. But the main thrust was Trump supporter territory in the heartland. Okay. Now, Trump not named in the orders that were leaked to the UN forces. And these troops are to remain hidden until an unexpected civilian uprising occurs. I'm going to read this last part again, ladies and gentlemen. Trump not named in the order, so obviously orders have been leaked. And it says here that the troops are to remain hidden until an unexpected civilian uprising occurs. What would put us in the streets? What would get lazy Americans are sitting on the couch earlier tonight, sucking down their beer, not caring about anything, watching five minutes of CNN, five minutes of Fox? and an hour and a half of the baseball playoffs what would cause that to happen how about taking down your president and i don't know if they're implicating a coup or if they're implicating an assassination i'll tell you if i were on the other side i'd go for a coup because you don't want to create a martyr um i think this says a lot ladies and gentlemen so we react and they're ready Unlike in Hong Kong, where the Chinese made the mistake of having to react to the civilian populist movement, the same thing was true in Paris and all throughout France with the yellow vest movement. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a proactive move against people in the US getting into the streets. And we have something in this country that they don't have in Hong Kong, and they don't really have it in, in France. But it does. This is why they had to make a proactive move. Um, Go on here, and i got a couple of more things. Um, There are more UN troops moving by rail into Indiana and Tennessee. Well, this is what was cited by the truck driver that got me to go on this and ask for further reports. But there is another scenario. I'm going to cover it later. Actually, there are four scenarios, but right now I think this is— kind of laying the groundwork. This is all over. And I just got told by Paul Preston that Hal Turner is reporting this as well, too. Okay, before we sign off and I gather data for the next report, which will probably come in about 10 minutes, I'll look on screen here and see if there's anything pressing I feel I need to to answer with you. Um, By the way, um, I want to acknowledge Chris. He sent me some great information on Sweden. We'll be talking about that. I think that enters into one of the possible scenarios. Uh, Kelly believes this is impeachment. There is no impeachable offense, Kelly. Now it doesn't mean they can't have a miscarriage of justice, so I hear what you're saying. But there was a legal agreement between the United States and Ukraine to share criminal information. There's no crime here. And there's never been a vote to have an impeachment inquiry. I don't know how many ways I have to show how illegitimate this is. This will go nowhere at the end of the day. I hope Trump is sequestered at the moment, though. Um, trying to jail our POTUS. Mary, that's possible. Um, looking down here, a couple more people here. Um, do you know the areas they're in? Yeah, let me read to you the list again. And I have specific communities, but that's going to make this too too burdensome. I am going to write an article once I'm done with these series of reports tonight. Um, and it will be up on the commonsenseshow.com tomorrow morning before 6 a.m. Yeah, I'm going to have one of those nights, if you know what I mean. And i got to go to a meeting tomorrow, too. Wow. Okay. Um, Utah, I remember Provo was mentioned. Texas, all throughout Texas. Colorado. I have photos. I'm not sure I can accurately decipher them, so I've sent them off to Paul Martin to do that. He's got the military background. He was the Marine Corps tank commander. Uh, Tennessee, Arkansas, New Mexico, Wyoming, Idaho, Missouri, and Illinois. Those are the primary areas, and I do know that when the trucker got a hold of John Moore with the first report, he was calling out of Chicago, so that kind of corroborates that.
0: okay Okay, so we have that it goes on for a, a little bit longer but um i'm just trying to give you the kind of rapid fire the most important information from each report that i'm getting here a lot of these are from dave hodges but there are other sources as well okay so the next report from him dave trucker alert regarding united nation vehicles on rails and roads
1: Hi, everybody. Glad to be with you. I wish it was under better circumstances. I wish we could be talking about our favorite sports teams, our hobbies, and what we're going to do on this great weekend. But unfortunately, here at the Common Sense Show, we've been hit with a bunch of emergency, earth-shattering reports. Some of them are still incomplete. In fact, actually, all of them are still incomplete at this time. And we're still working on these stories. But I thought it was important to get a couple of alerts out ahead of time and I'm going to break these up into different segments because I've got to process incoming information as I do this number two story I'm still receiving information and the flow is going like crazy in fact I just talked to my broadcast partner Paul Martin and Paul told me that Steve Quayle is on some of these alerts and john moore uh, is involved and in you say who's john moore if you don't know him john's a great talk show host at <laughs> rbn a uh, former colleague of mine former green beret decorated war hero i mean salt of the earth kind of guy great american there are so many people that are on these stories right now it's crazy and some of these stories are downright frightening now the purpose of this particular broadcast is very very simple i, I trying to think of the best way to say this. I'm appealing to the truckers, but it's not just the truckers. I'll give you an example. I'm driving down, I live north of Phoenix, out in the middle of nowhere, but I was in uh, the north part of Metropolitan Phoenix two days ago and I was driving down uh, Highway 303 and I saw flatbed trucks, about eight to 10 of them, carrying uh, heavily armored MRAPs and the soldiers That were transporting more in woodland camouflage i mean combat camouflage and i'm going 65 miles an hour in traffic near rush hour so i had to be cautious and i held the old phone up as you know and tried to get the picture and you know i'm not real tech savvy to do it without you know line of sight on the phone and the pictures i snapped were horrendous Um, so if you were one of those people that saw that and took pictures of it Uh, I'm going to ask you to please forward them to TheCommonCenseShow.com. It's representative of what I'm getting of massive U.S. troop movement around the country. But there's something even more ominous that I'm going to call out to the truckers or anybody else who has information. And I'd really like photos and video and make it accessible so I can do the old traditional upload or copy and paste, okay, because I'm not great at processing photos. But I'm looking for UN trucks. Um, We have had reports all day long, all day long, about massive UN truck movement in the states of Indiana, Kentucky, Illinois, and so forth. And uh, Steve Quayle has just published a report on this. And I haven't had time to fully go through and immerse myself on this, and I will. I'll come back in a separate report. But I think uh, truckers, fantastic Americans, you keep the economy going. I think the, the the business community in this country with the free trade agreements have totally screwed our truckers. Um, and our truckers are loyal, true Americans. Some of my best listeners and readers are truckers. I hear from a lot of the truckers when they're on the road. And you can count on them to say and do the right thing. And so I'm asking you to keep your eyes open for these U.N. trucks, and we need photographic and visual evidence. Uh, do I have the ability to get things in front of Trump? Yes, two degrees separation, but I do. And we need to get this out in front. Now, I can't believe that he doesn't know, but we'll come back and talk about this in a later time. But right now, I'm putting out an all-call to all truckers, in particular truckers, but anybody who sees massive, massive amounts of U.N. trucks being moved. This is what we're getting, U.N. vehicles. Now, on thecommonsenseshow.com, if you go in and use the search engine, U.N. vehicles, U.N., period, you'll find a ton of articles I've done on the U.N., but you'll find some pictures that I have of a storage facility in Hagerstown, Maryland, where U.N. MRAPs are stored. And people have published other photographs from different angles So we know it's legitimate, it's not Photoshop. It's the real deal. And during the Central American invasion back in 2014, 2015, uh, the UN was on the border. I reported on this on a daily basis. They were interfering in DHS and Border Patrol and ICE operations. In fact, I had two Border Patrol agents who are still sources of mine today that were just complaining bitterly to me about UN interference and how they were demanding that MS-13 members, that you could tell they're MS-13 because they had teardrops on their face representing every person they had murdered, but they were letting them into the country. And the Border Patrol was beside themselves. You gotta remember, these people that serve in these agencies overwhelmingly are loyal Americans and they take their oath of office very, very seriously. There is a whole lot going down right now I'm actually having ongoing conversations with various law enforcement people around the country. I grew up with two who have become high-ranking law enforcement officials, and I'm going to be sharing on a later broadcast today, tomorrow, I'm going to be sharing what they're saying and what they tell me their colleagues are saying. I also have someone who's in law enforcement who lives um, about a half a mile, mile, actually about a mile away from me and we've had a really telling conversation two days ago. Folks, something is afoot in this country. Things are moving. And I think a lot of this is tied to the impeachment. They need to get Trump out of the way so an agenda can be furthered and we're looking at a good old-fashioned coup. And I'm gonna ask you people who followed me on the how many times have you heard me ask the question When are they gonna use the Kigali principles? We'll talk about that in a later broadcast. I'm gonna really tie into that heavily. And you're saying, what's Kigali? Well, I'm gonna send you off to research this in between these segments as I take some time off here and gather information before I come back on. But Kigali is spelled K-I-G-A-L-I, named after town in Rwanda, where in the vicinity a million people were killed in 90 days, and the UN stood by and did nothing. The UN will be our oppressors if we are allowed to be maneuvered into this position. The Kigali principles were signed by President Obama in December of 2016. John Kerry, then Secretary of State, also signed his name. And the Kigali principles basically state, and I'll paraphrase, that if the UN, based on their own say so and their own judgment, decide that a country has sufficient unrest, they can bring in troops from 29 nations who are signatories to that agreement and militarily impose their will on that particular country. And it doesn't discount the fact that they can do regime change, a coup d'etat. Uh, How much force will they use? Well, that's not discussed in Kigali principles either. It's basically a blank slate to be an international bully. And the Kigali principles are going to be brought into this discussion, I am certain, as I gather more information. But I want you to hear me and hear me clearly. You're saying why the UN truck siding is a big deal? Because of the Kigali principles. It could be the vehicles and personnel of your enslavement. We are at a real crossroads. I never thought things would move this fast. And I'm praying for some divine intervention here that we can kind of push this back, let the dust settle, and then formulate plans. But I'm telling you, California is going to be the epicenter, but a lot of the reports I'm receiving aren't in California, and this is even more concerning to me. So again, I want to repeat my call for information with, hopefully, video and or photographic information along with accounts of the location and so forth and what was seen. And I want you to forward that to me at Dave Hodges at TheCommonSenseShow.com. That's Dave Hodges at TheCommonSenseShow.com. And I'm not the only one gathering. I was, some of us at conference about 30 minutes ago and we thought that we would go out here and would pretty much ask for information in our own way. And see what we can come up with, and collectively meet. This is extremely
0: serious. Okay, so we have that report. Um, it goes on for about another five minutes there. I'm going to do a brief section uh, coming up. Not, I'm not going to commingle it with this. But I'm going to do a brief brief section on Diet Coke and Diet drinks. It, it probably will only take me ten minutes to get through if that. Uh, just so you're aware of what's going on when you drink a Diet Coke or anything like that. Uh, Next one, with coming civil war, uh, the Axis, which he's saying is the UN and the California had to cut civilian communications. Here's what they just did, how to communicate in a crisis. Now, we're not gonna get into so much how to communicate in a crisis, but that will be covered in this video. Now, the guy that, that he's talking to gets into the ham radio thing the problem with the ham radios that i see is that you have to get a license And if you have to get a license that means they know who you are where you are and that type of stuff so that's my biggest problem with the whole ham radio thing because you're going to automatically be a target if you're a conservative a patriot christian or whatever and you have a ham radio license and they know exactly where you live that's all i'm saying I, you, you hear me say a lot make yourself the smallest possible target that you can make it as hard for them to locate you and find you as you possibly can and um that's my biggest problem with the whole ham radio thing uh, but i'm not saying it's not good but there's some there's other things to think about as well so i'm going to go ahead and roll this one
2: Hell. And so now the state is saying, we don't need these ham radio repeaters anymore.
0: I don't think it's a matter of need. So they're taking down these ham radio repeaters um, in California, meaning they're cutting off the people that have ham radio, which would be one of the last things that could possibly fall in an emergency scenario. They're cutting off their lines of communication. And if you talk to anybody that's ever been involved in war, I mean, literal warfare, one of the main things you can do to disrupt your enemy or to mess yourself, your own fighting force up is to have your communications cut off. It's extremely important. My dad was a, he had his own two-way communications business back in my word, probably late 70s. He worked for Motorola. Then he started his own business uh then i believe he sold that and started another one then he ended up selling that i believe to motorola or Qualcomm for about a million uh million dollars i believe that was back in like the late 80s early 90s probably now then he started that you've heard me talk about that fan company they had the way cool portable evaporative cooling fans my dad was quite a uh quite the businessman he was he was something else um he was at, you know then he invented that fan so he was an inventor as well but he always emphasized to me when i would go out on service calls with him and we would go to these repeaters i know what repeaters are um they're repeating the signal they're amplifying signals coming into antennas and in and, and repeating it and amplifying it and then beaming it out again which means you're going to get much greater distance and we would go and we would go to these repeater sites where we, there would be these gigantic antennas. And in Southwest Florida, where I was in everything was flat, so everything had to be repeated from a large antenna array. There there weren't mountains that you could put antennas on. In other words, to help you amp or help you uh, get the signal out. And the repeaters would always be at the base of the antennas, and we would go in there. And, and my dad would a lot of times he had these repeaters, and they He had customers that had two-way radios, and they would have to rent airtime, or not really airtime, but um, they would buy typically buy the radios from him, and then they would rent space off these antennas so that they could communicate with whatever business they had. They probably got, you know, those are probably obsolete now as far as two-way communications now. You probably could have all of that with cell phones now, and all the stuff that my dad was into that back then is probably a little bit obsolete, but... The ham radios are kind of like, I believe, one of the last bastions of that particular principle. But ham radios can go much further distance and you know, I'm sure there's other advantages. So that's what we're talking that's what Bob Griswold here is talking about. He sells them as well. He sells like I think the ham radios and um oh uh, I'm I'm trying to look if there's Bob Griswold, just can't Bob Griswold uh survival preps if you want to know more he's got everything up there night vision he got a lot of really really expensive high-end stuff if you feel convicted if you of, if you and i would only say if you feel convicted because it's a very very pricey a lot of the stuff he's got and um but evidently he's really good about helping people get set up with with different things and, and he's very hands-on and, and um regarding all that so anyway i just want to give you a little background on this particular interview
1: let, let me share you with you what i know in fact i'm interviewing paul preston on this same evening on this topic and i'll just give you one tidbit of what he told me um he didn't mention the shortwave that we're going to get into but he did say this is the month where california is completely insolvent by hundreds of billions of dollars it all comes Correct. together now And I Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I asked the question. So you would want to, if a if a if a state was going insolvent, and they've run out of money, they're like in a bankruptcy type situation. You're going to want to target your enemies in that state, and you're going to want to try to control the narrative and any information that's getting out of that state. And if you end up shutting down, let's say you shut down cell phone communications and these types of things, well, one of the only ways you're gonna be able to get information out might be, I guess, hardline telephone. I don't know how far they're gonna go with this thing, but shortwave and um, ham radios would be one of the ways you could do that. And I think that's why they're being targeted.
1: I said, is this why Trump isn't sending in the troops prior because of all the obstruction and sedition that's gone on with the California politicians? And he said, yes, Uh, they're expecting a fight, Bob, and they don't want people like you and me that live in California. They don't want us to communicate and organize against the violence that's coming.
2: That's exactly correct. I mean, this is what I get from it. Restrict the access to inexpensive ham radio restrict X or a repeater now for the people who don't know what a repeater is this is the this is the wonder. and, and again
0: Dave the tone of everything Dave's talking about here and most of the other people you are going to hear is all Trump's doing this ahead of time to in order to because he's here fighting again it's like wow so you've just forgotten about every other thing this guy's involved in and being bought sold and paid for by the highest level banking family the highest level illuminati family in the world totally owned by him that literally from the reports i've gotten back sits down with satan every night at a table with 13 chairs the rothschild family and satan will manifest in the last the 13th chair and give them marching orders for the next day now you you could believe that or not i've heard that over and over from several sources um they're the most wicked, high-level synagogue of Satan banking family in the world. And they they hey, they have owned Trump, have bailed him out of numerous bankruptcies. That is not something that's up for debate. It's in mainstream news. They've done this over and over again. And you're telling me Trump is all of a sudden a good guy and he's doing all this and he's here for us. And he's he's going to send in the troops and call up the Marines and do all this stuff. Sis, boom, ba rah, rah, rah. No, he's playing his part. He's playing his part
2: radio this ability to, to reach out 50 to 100 miles. Because all radio works on what's called line of sight. I mean, you know, my antenna has to see your antenna to talk to each other. Now, if you have trees, buildings, obstacles in the way, hills, mountains, it doesn't work. The signal hits that and it's deflected. Whereas a, a repeater is some, is a basically a radio that's put on top of a tall water tower, a tall building, something to that effect, and then because it's high up my antenna can see it.
0: So the repeaters just so you know aren't like when my dad had repeaters, they were at the bottom of the tower. You know they don't you don't put them up at the top because you have to service the repeaters and the closer you get to the antenna typically the more radiation you're potentially getting fried with depending on how many watts of power they're putting out. Those things can be extremely dangerous to be around. So the repeaters are at the bottom of the tower typically, and that's where they're it's safe to work on them, they're there and then they do their thing and then the, they beam up the the power to the antenna. That's how it kind of works.
2: And I can it, it my signal goes into that at 5 watts. It comes out maybe at 100 watts at, from a much higher position, so that's what gives the ham radio the capability of talking that 50 to 100 miles. With that 50 to 100 miles, your area of operation, you can you can secure your area of operation. If 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 the powers of tyranny come to you you know you can say listen that broken arrow i'm in need i have I, I have an emergency if you're all there by yourself and you can't do anything you've got your guns you've got your food you have got everything you need but you cannot tell people that there's an there's an emergency in your area there's something bad is going on in your area whether it's blue helmets or whatever it is your ability to survive is greatly diminished. This is why every totalitarian regime that has ever existed in, in the modern era has banned shortwave radio, banned transmission of radio signals. They do not want you to be able to network. Uh, again, going back to what Jesus did, you know, with his disciples. Look at it this way. And this is what I've told people you, why you need to develop this network. You had Jesus had his Peter, James, and John, the three. He had his 12 disciples, he had the 70, and then he had the masses. There's a concentric circles of fellowship. And right now, while we have the ability, we need to be able to develop those concentric circles so that if you, Dave Hodges, all of a sudden found out something was going very bad in your area. right, And possibly even a move against Dave Hodges. And they had
0: already shut down, like the cell phones. Okay, Uh, that type of stuff, that scenario, phones, cell phones, because see, that's one of the main things Satan wants to do is cut off our lines of communication. This whole ministry, what is this ministry? What is any ministry? It's communications. They're communicating to their, their listeners. And if you can cut off all flow of communications, you have no clue what's coming unless God like shows you preemptively. So that's why this is so important, what this, this particular subject we're talking about.
2: Um, you could get on the radio and put out on a, you know frequency, broken arrow, or whatever code word you'd wanna use, and that would allow the people who would hear that Right. because it's very difficult to break that transmission. You, they could shut you. They, if they were going to do that to you, Dave, they'd shut your cell phone off, your IP address would be down. You, you would not be able to communicate. But with your radio, you could put out that signal that something's gone wrong, and there's a good possibility it would get out. So they just can't say, well, Dave Hodges just went off whack job, and he just disappeared. We don't know what happened to him. That's not going to be able to happen at that point. They want not to come and get you in the middle of the night and just make you disappear and say, we didn't have anything to do with it. We don't know what happened to him. And they will do that if they can. Um, but being able to discuss these issues and put out you know, uh, a signal that says I'm in need gives you a far greater chance of survivability because at that point they can't hide what they want to do. And once that signal goes out from you or somebody else that, you know, there's been people coming here to do me harm, they have nefarious purposes to do me harm, all of a sudden it's going to get exponentially harder for the next one they go to and harder for the next one they go to because they realize that, you know, these people aren't playing nice that are doing it. They're they're taking you off somewhere. They're denying they've done it. and so Meaning
0: Satan would prefer to blindside you in the middle of the night without you having any forewarning or knowledge of what's coming as opposed to having a heads up. That's why this is such an important subject.
2: It's not gonna be a happy ending here. Um, and that it gives everybody the chance to be alerted to the fact that a state like California, which is filled with is, is just psychopathic people that govern the state um, to, to all of a sudden have that pause because all they know that we cannot do this under the cloak of darkness, under the cloak of secrecy and this is why it is so important dave to have this capability and in my humble opinion you know when they're saying you know we no longer need this service we we we, we no longer need these emergency repeaters that's Bravo Sierra, excuse me, because, mm-hmm. you know, when the, when the California fires happened, you know what was saving people's bacon? It was the ham radio operators. Sure, i heard the, that. The towers have been burnt down. I mean, you couldn't, There's no comms, but the people who had ham radio could call in and say, listen, the fire's coming north this way. You need to head out south and give people instructions. It had saved countless lives, ham radio operators, in California. So for the state to come out and say, we no longer need this anymore, I mean, peel the onion, figure it out it's it's there, there's something other than what they're telling you at play so uh, th- that's why i, I, I tell people and I'll, be, I'll be glad to you know work with people and, I, and that's why i tell people also to work within your ham radio club it doesn't mean you're going to have to go there and tell them all your plans but you go there and listen you know intelligence gathering on radio is four times four to one four times more i listen than i talk I listen to what people are saying because people will talk about what's important to them. People will talk about things that they need, they need, that have, they want, whatever. And especially in an emergency, and you can gain a massive amount of intelligence. The, the, even the government will be talking on ham radio or other forms of communication that you can listen to. And this is why I'm important of a scanner, so that you can scan those frequencies and listen. They might try
1: to encrypt it, but yeah. if they're encrypted, Bob. Before it, we go down know, that road, before we go into technique, yeah. I want to go there. But I want to make sure people understand what exactly is illegal. Is well, the owning the radio illegal? Is it just the repeaters? Well, How far did it go?
2: Well, okay. Right now, they're saying they don't. They no longer need these emergency repeaters in the state of California. That they are planning on. They have taken ham radio out of their emergency planning. So they no longer, as a state body, recognize it as any value, although it just recently demonstrated its extreme value. The other thing that is illegal, and this is what people need to know that have bought these Bofang radios, it's illegal to transmit out-of-ham radio bands with those radios. So if you have a radio and it'll transmit uh, is like 151 to 154 megahertz, if you start transmitting in that band, that is illegal. You can't do that. Nothing to prevent you from listening, but if you transmit and get caught, uh, they're going to hammer you. Um, and they, they've allowed millions of them into the country. So it's, I, I do ask, why are they moving now? Um, because again, you know, a, a standard handheld ham radios could be in the two two to three hundred dollar price range, and you can a lot of people might not be able to afford that. Whereas, especially if they had to buy for three or four people. But with a Bofang radio, I can buy four of those from, for you know maybe $100, 120 dollars and supply four people. because again, one radio is good for listening, but it's not good for much else, um, you know, unless you have being a talk to people. So if you wanted to network with all of your friends, you know all of your friends need to get together and get a license and then learn how to use the radios correctly. And when you do that, then you can communicate back and forth. So, um, you know that's that's what they're making illegal. They're, 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 well, not illegal. They're just they're just saying it's not of any importance to us anymore. So they're going to work down, down the
1: repeaters th- that people need to communicate with
2: that that, it, that the state uses to communicate with because it's not important anymore. And and it's never been a ham friendly state to begin with. It, it's always been difficult, and they make they again they always make things difficult because they do not want to have that independent people out there being able to network and talk back and forth. You know, California is a state that's basically ruled by tyrants who believe and they want to control all the information. They want to control the the input of information and the output of information. Um, and so, w- w- with that said, that's what they're doing. They're they're saying service that ham radio operates on is no longer needed in the state of california and yet in the state of california that same emergency radio service saved quite a few people when those fires were burning down that whole town um well, if-
0: they don't want that because when they hit you with the do's weapons the directed energy weapons they want everybody to be totally clueless and without communication methods so that's another big reason they want to take this offline. They want maximum carnage and death.
2: Nation ...that can get in because, again, you, you, your landlines can be, uh, towers can come down, the, the, all those things can happen, whereas you can get line of sight into there. Um, and tell people what exactly they need to do one person with a ham radio in that city could save hundreds of people by getting accurate information so the state of california is saying i guess we no longer need this this is no longer
1: being our emergency planning bob Bob, let me interrupt you here i'm going to put on my tinfoil hat because you are right on to what i'm thinking and i'm going to give just a real brief history lesson here so people don't think i'm totally off the rails the Calexit movement sponsored by the Democratic Party wanted California to leave under UN being a UN protectorate and that meant that UN would provide military defense using a multinational force well that never came into reality and now the new California movement under my friend Paul Preston has sprung up and they're really outpacing Calexit which is dead in the water but let's just assume for a second that California goes further into insurrection, further you know, in, into their treason that they're practicing where they're actually saying to ICE, uh, you're not allowed here in California soil. Uh, they're undermining ICE activities, FBI activities, which totally is illegal. Uh, let's just assume for a second that the troops are set in, conflict starts, California calls in the UN they don't want the citizens helping the government against California. That's my scenario. Tell me how crazy I am.
2: Well, I don't think you you're crazy at all. I mean, you, the people that are crazy are the people that are in the government. I mean, again, going back to it, they they allow you to go to the bathroom on the street just making a, a absolute health nightmare. they They allow needles on the street. and and again, you know, just on a segue note here, right now, all I would have to do is go pick up some of those needles, and I could culture whatever's on them. I mean, hepatitis, typhus, you name it. If it's on that needle, you could t- you could you could culture it and make a biological weapon out of it. So these are just thrown along the streets. But you can't have plastic straws. These people, I think, are clinically insane people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are they have been demonically just corrupted in their minds, so they cannot think straight. And so. Um, their their only goal in life is the acquisition of power and money and, and you know again authority over everyone else. They have to feel like they are God because they want to be able to control every aspect of your life. And if you look at California, I mean it's it's a regulation concerning. Everything in life. These people have this God mentality that they know better than anyone else. And yet, this is the king has no clothes. These are the insane people. And so I think they realize, Dave, going back to my point, that they realize the state of California is flat, blank, busted, broke they they know mm-hmm. that there's so many people that they have dependent on that system of welfare whether it's EBT whether it's cell phones housing whatever they, whatever benefits they get from the government They see a mass exodus from their state, realizing that the tax base is leaving their state. Uh, They realize that the people there are going to turn on them. Even the, I mean, you know, if I don't care if if you take good care of your slaves. Eventually, when your slaves have the opportunity, they're going to turn on you and kill you. I mean, because people don't like slave slavery. I don't want to be someone's slave. Even if my master's a benevolent slaveholder, I don't want to be someone's slave. And so these people have been enslaved by this system because they get everything from the government. When the government goes down, they realize that there is going to be trouble. The people that have the firearms in the state realize this trouble is going to be there. So they, in my opinion, are going to try to restrict access to these services that we as individuals and citizens have, ham radio, um, like they're restricting access to all the other services that in California that you can use to protect yourself, firearms, whatever. And because, again, it goes back to the point, if I cannot network – and I have all the food, all the water filters. I have firearms to protect myself. Your chances under those situations of survival are small, but on the other hand, if you can put out your broken arrow to your network of friends, and then they can put it out to their friends, and you guys can somehow have a plan that you can you know, network together to survive so if something evil comes your way, you can do something. And the perfect example of that was during the Rodney King riots. I mean, the Koreans there were using radio and firearms to network and pull together, so if the crowd was coming towards one Korean store owner's shop, they were calling, and saying hey guys they're coming this way come down here and help me and that's a you can watch it on youtube that's exactly what they did they networked together with radio to prevent those mobs from coming and destroying their livelihood i mean california knew that they looked at that lesson now they might not care that that the mobs weren't able to destroy those korean businesses but they did learn a lesson from it boy we might be the mobs they might be coming after us, and we don't want them to be on the network.
1: I mean, call me crazy, but no. Listen, I'm going to call you crazy because I'm crazy too. Yeah. But uh, I believe we're going to have a night of the broken glass. Mm-hmm. Only the thing is, it's not going to be so much our businesses. It's going to be us. Yeah. Exactly. Left, that that's that's what I'm after. saying.
2: And and if they do, you want to be able to have your radio to where if you have even twenty seconds, and you know everybody knows what broken arrow means. It means our lines have been penetrated, uh, or some something to the effect of that code. You know, to say, listen, there's bad things happening here, and um, and and I need help. Uh,
0: okay, so we have that goes on for about another twenty five minutes. I think you got the gist of it, though. He gets into more some specifics on ham radio and that type of stuff uh, later in the broadcast. So if you're interested, you can hear that the the link is in the um, the uh, PDF for this date so uh, let's go further here Uh, continuing on let's see here ready San Diego possibly anticipating martial law authorities want to know if you are afraid Ecuador in complete chaos, country shut down. The country, and these are kind of combined together, but the country of Ecuador suffering civic chaos on such a massive scale, the entire country has been shut down. Now, you're not seeing anything on this on, on national news. This shows you how bad the news cycle is where they're totally cutting out A lot of horrific things that are transpiring in other parts of the world and acting like it's just business as usual here in the united states and nothing's really going on elsewhere and they just want you and again this is all about communications this is all about you know controlling the narrative so airports are closed buses taxis trains are not running food shipments are not moving and the people in the streets are protesting streets are filled with protesters over the government cutting off fuel subsidies which caused the price of fuel to triple a 4.5 billion dollar loan that they didn't want has forced the fuel subsidies to be removed and the price of fuel including propane has almost tripled rafael corella wanted to fast track development projects when he was president of ecuador so he borrowed billions of dollars from china but the loans have come back to haunt his successor lenin moreno who will go hat in hand to china this month to seek more flexible terms and breathing space it's china and the loan scam They've been doing all around the world to gain assets when these corrupt politicians take loans that everyone knows they can't pay back. It's basically selling your country to China. People are having to take dirt roads to meet up with people just to get food. Also, these are just the wealthy who are able to stock up. The poor will be crushed by this if something isn't done. Taxi services are down, families separated everywhere, workers unable to return home from work, and this was from hal turner although i've heard this elsewhere about ecuador his analysis when each country in south america falls like dominoes you can count the days before the trouble becomes ours now that's why we're going to talk about the san diego aspect because san diego is right on the border and this is the whole thing i've been saying all along about central america south america mexico being destabilized so people would be you know they felt like they've got no other option but to to come north into america you know and get everything for free so again, this is all being di- done by design on purpose to make that happen. So when each country in South America falls like dominoes, again, all being done by design on purpose, you can count the days before their trouble becomes ours. So many people res- responding to international problems such as Hong Kong, France, Venezuela, and now Ecuador, with laughter and mocking, as if it will have no effect on the United States, are very short-sighted. Number one, why would that? Why would you laugh and mock at that? None of it's funny, but. We will now, we now have Iraq turning into a civil war zone as well. It's all going to go in a very bad direction, and the wave will eventually hit our shores. Ecuador, Ecuador's uh, next-door neighbor, Peru, is also getting stirred up. That's three ad- adjacent countries, including Venezuela. Brazil is on the edge. Argentina seems to be in a perpetual financial trouble. Colombia and Chile holding it together so far. But if the whole continent goes full retard, then what? So... That was his analysis. And I'm going to go ahead and play this next video here regarding San Diego.
1: Uh, Listen, I've got my gold. I really hope you get yours. Listen to this report here. Um, This was sent from someone in San Diego that's a friend of Paul Martin, my broadcast partner, on our Wednesday Colorado show. And I'll read this and then I'll tell you what else I have found out. I have never received one of these before interesting timing see question number seven ready San Diego at ready San Diego tweeted so this is Twitter the county is updating its multi jurisdictional hazard mitigation plan and needs your help please take a short survey to share your experiences and concerns and they're asking for potential solutions from the people they're supposed to be protecting. I, I was shaking my head at this. And then it goes on to say, see question 7 at Ready San Diego. This is amazing. Now, let me tell you where I'm coming from on this. This is pretty interesting. Um, if you click on their link, you'll go to surveymonkey.com. And if you're not familiar with that, you know everybody from school administrators to corporate executives to the post office will use server uh, service monkey to try to get the feel for certain opinion polls let me share with you why this has my concern i've been receiving emails from people who listen to me in ecuador some of these people are expats but not all of them some of them are native to the country and they speak english and what is going on right now in Ecuador is they are under martial law. Um, if I can ever find some space to re- okay,
0: so I didn't even get into that in what I just read you with Hal Turner's. They're under martial law. They're in Ecuador.
1: On this because I'm so overburdened right now with so many things coming in at one time, I'll report on Ecuador, but I basically want to lay this out. And then I think when we link it back into San Diego, you're going to have a holy, you know, what moment because this is really, really concerning. It was about three weeks ago. I got an email from someone who said that I'm a citizen in Ecuador and I listen to your show regularly, blah, blah, blah. And he said, We're getting surveys here, now they were paper and pencil tests, like if they were to go to the post office or some other place where they dispense public service with taxpayer funds, they were being asked to fill out a survey regarding martial law. They didn't call it martial law. But how would you feel if there was extra police presence on the streets? And for your safety, if they, we installed a dust to dawn curfew. Now, I'm being more blunt in my terms because the person expressed it in softer terms. But effectively, it was a martial law questionnaire. I think what we're seeing right here is the same thing. Now, let's go back to Ecuador for a second to see if we can draw the parallel. Yesterday, I received two emails from expats. And I'm not going to read the emails because they're way too long. They're going on a page. But basically what one of them said was I can't go anywhere without encountering roadblocks, armed guards everywhere. The military's on the street and they're telling people to stay in their homes. And then I got a much more detailed account of the same thing. So let me tie together the threats. In Ecuador, what they did is they surveyed the people first. And then they went ahead and enacted full-blown martial law. Now, martial law has been in effect a little longer than three weeks, but in terms of really rolling it out and ramping it up and enforcing it to where no longer it's isolated or it's just here or there and we're beta testing it, no, it's full-blown in Ecuador from the reports that I'm getting. Now, we're not seeing this anywhere in the media. Of course, the Ecuadorian media would indeed be, um, shall we say, compromised, and you're sure not going to see it in this media. Now, let's draw the parallel. Let's go to San Diego. Hazard mitigation, crisis management in San Diego County. Why are they surveying people? Why? Do you see the parallel between the two? And when you look at what I've written, and I'm going to encourage you to go up to thecommonsenseshow.com and look for things that I say about CalExit, California, and look at what I've written. And when you go back and reflect on the fact that this is happening right now in San Diego County, I think this is going to give you a great deal of concern. I about jumped through the roof when when I saw this tweet sent to Paul Martin who forwarded it to me. Now, subsequently, because I know a lot of people in San Diego, I reached out to some I know, and I had some hits. They have received the same thing, only theirs came on email. So this is, you know, multimedia distribution of questionnaires. I, I'm just stunned. And I'll tell you, some of the things they are asking have to do with your level of preparation.
0: But that, that's, I don't have a
1: problem with that. But then they are kind of hinting at how far can they go. I think the Ecuadorian survey was about, will we really have trouble with the populace if we roll out martial law. <laughs> I think we're seeing the same thing in San Diego County. But I will tell you this. I do expect trouble in the near term, in L.A., San Francisco, and in Sacramento. San Diego was not on my watch list, although San Diego does have a large liberal population, but it's still largely conservative. In fact, actually, San Diego County and to the north, Orange County, are part of the New California Movement. By the way, I should mention this. I interviewed Paul Preston, the president of the New California Movement. And by, by the way, I'm trying to think of the way to say this without overstating it and sounding like I'm being hysterical, but both of us believe California has a real good chance of being the epicenter for a civil war. Um, and, and Paul didn't come out and say, 100% sure I'm predicting this. But the things he said, and you add them up in context, it's pretty clear that He's pretty much in the same mindset I am. And now when you go back to San Diego and you find this kind of questionnaire going out, we should be concerned. Now, as I did with the U.N. uh, vehicles situation Mm. and with truckers, uh, I'm making the same call here to our friends and allies in Southern California. What do you know about this? And in particular, if you're someone who's associated with disaster planning in San Diego or Orange County, I'd like to hear from you on email. You can create a different email account. I'll never know who you are, and I promise I'll never divulge your identity or any identifying characteristics. I haven't got to where I am in this business by burning sources, and I don't do it. But at some point, we're going to need to have insider sources speak out, because right now what we're seeing are superficial observations. But we've got Ecuador on one hand. We've got San Diego County on the other. Are they anticipating martial law? That's the biggest question and i would say if you go and read my articles that are on the and you look at what i'm saying about california and i tie it into impeachment and the return of hillary clinton to being the democratic candidate oh by the way we're weeks away from that happening that's coming when you look at all those factors combined i think you'll see why my level of concern right now is sky high again i want to thank all of you for joining us here on this imprint
0: okay so we have that and now that i'm going to end part one here the next report we're really going to get into some of the really the most cutting-edge information regarding these marines and the u.s military being reserve units being activated right now and now i just checked and there's a lot of other alternative media actually putting this information out now as well so i'm going to go through that um probably modify a little bit of the start of part two and part two ought to be pretty bombshell so um thank you god bless you we will see you in part two if you'd like to keep us in the game stay tuned for just a short announcement so god bless you
3: scott johnson's 1000 plus audio teachings and pdf documents are available for free 24 7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com that's c-o-n-t-e-n-d-i-n-g-f-o-r-t-r-u-t-h.com in addition we also offer a free christian current event and health email newsletter you can sign up at contendingfortruth.com these email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, Number 321, Hickory, NC 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at ContendingForTruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.